In conclusion, this book, while excellent in its analysis overall, is to bring together the theories and methods of two different fields of study, social history, detailed enough so that more seasoned researchers will find I'm Robert Castanello. I'm the Vice President of Research and Publications at HNET, and this is the Art of the Review podcast. I'm Yelena Kalinsky, Managing Editor of HNET Reviews. And this is a podcast where we examine reviewing and criticism as an academic form. This podcast is brought to you by HNET and the University of Central Florida's Center for Humanities and Digital Research. Welcome to the Art of the Review podcast. Well, welcome to this episode of the Art of the Review. And this episode we are calling the Short Review. And Yelena, you came to me and you asked me about the possibility of doing an entire episode on the long review. And my immediate reaction was that to that was, well, let's do an episode on the short review. <laughs> and so I wanted us to think about, you know, the idea of a short review and whether really whether a review can be too short. And so I think this is kind of what we were exploring with this episode. And I don't think we had an opinion going into this episode necessarily whether uh, a, a limited word count would make a review too short or unhelpful. But um, you, had, you had told me when, when I brought this up to you that you had found a very limited word count review uh, that you had been reading regularly. Can you, can you tell us about that? Yeah, I mean, we found in doing the episode on the long review that reviewers have a lot of freedom to stretch out and kind of consider a lot of different and interesting avenues. And so it is interesting to think about, you know, okay, you have these benefits of the long review, but what might be the benefits or pitfalls of the short review? Um, so what I had mentioned to you is that the New Yorker does this regular feature called Briefly Noted, which is for very short reviews. They're around 120 words each, uh, or about four to five sentences on each book. Um, and they cover fiction and nonfiction and I think that these really are gems of uh, prose styling. They summarize and give an assessment in a kind of sleight of hand way where they're not saying explicitly, this book is about this and it accomplishes that. They, in, in just very well-crafted sentences, um, give you a, a taste of the book and you can sense whether the book accomplishes its task. So, what I think about the short review is that in addition to being an astute critic, you have to be a really fine writer. And that, I think, is more difficult. So, Robert, what is your experience uh, with the short review? Yeah, well, you know, I think you really hit the nail on the head for, you know, there, there is really a certain um, skill to writing succinctly like that. And I, last year I wrote a book review for the American Historical Review. And they had asked me to write 500 words. And I have to be honest, I just didn't pay attention to their word length. And I ended up turning in a review that was 750 words. And they came back to me and they said, we want you to cut out at least 200 to 250 words. And to just kind of preface this for our audience who might be unfamiliar with text journals, this is, this is a printed journal. It's not online like HNET is. So HNET could theoretically publish whatever text it wants as long as it'll fit on the server. But for print journals, you know, it's like publishing a book every issue. And so every word costs them money. And so the thing with historical review is they weren't necessarily favoring these short reviews. It was just a monetary decision to get the cost 
of printing down. And so for me, it really put me in a quandary because I felt my 750 word review was as short as I could get it. And they asked for 200 words to be cut. And I think I cut a lot of important things from the review. So for me, I think I failed at the 500 word review. And so if I were to sort of look back at that experience, and this is just, again, a personal um, opinion, 750 is my sort of minimum for review length, even though I did do 500 because I was asked to. But if someone approached me and said, you know, what's the minimum amount of, of words you would put into a review, I think I would, you know, safely at this point say 750 words. Yeah, I read your two drafts of this review, and I have to say that uh, the person who really loses out is the reader um, in the shorter review because you really had to cut out some of the contextualization in the literature and the helpful citations to other authors who have treated this topic previously and, and the context. You really had to condense that um, into some shorthand that I'm confident that scholars in your field will know what that means, but maybe uh, graduate students or somebody coming from a different field who may be interested in this topic will not pick up on. So that that really is a shame. Um, Speaking of the word count, you spoke with Seth Offenbach, the review editor at H. Diplo, who is quite prolific in commissioning and editing reviews. And Seth also has a minimum word count in mind. So can can you introduce that real quick, Robert? Sure. And, and, you know, that's sort of the interesting thing in talking to Seth is that, you know, he imposed this minimum word length as a criteria for H. Diplo reviews, which, you know, each network has their own standards to some extent. And I thought it was really interesting that he was so um, certain that, you know, that this is the requirement for a short review. And, of course, this is Seth's short review. And, you know, he really kind of put a lot of thought into it. So I really wanted to get an interview with him so you can see how he came to that conclusion and why he came to that conclusion. And we'll listen to his interview right now. Great. Seth, I want to thank you for joining us today on the Art of the Review podcast. And could you just introduce yourself and your network to our audience? Sure. My name is Seth Hoffenbeck. I'm a list editor and book review editor at the H. Diplo List. Uh, We focus primarily on diplomatic affairs, international relations, uh, and our book reviews usually publish uh, several a month, a couple, about a half a dozen a month. Uh, My own personal research focuses on American history and the intersection of domestic politics and international affairs, and I teach at Bronx Community College as an assistant professor. Well, great. And the reason I wanted to call you today is because we are doing a podcast on the length of reviews. And I know you had a very strong opinion about Mm -hmm. uh, review length. And so could you tell us how you came up with the idea of having a criteria for review length? The the how is rather simple. I just read a lot of reviews and started to realize when I felt that the review was simply insufficient and when I felt that the review simply dragged on a little too long. Uh, I usually ask when I have reviewers write reviews that they do it between 600 and 2,000 words. That's a fairly large range, um, but I think that the sweet spot usually is over 1,000 words, usually about 1,200 to 1,500 words. I think that that's sufficient to get good information out about the book, contextualize it a little bit, but still keep the reader's attention when it's still just a book review. 
And so on, on the short end, I guess something that would be less than 600 words, what do you think a short review would lack? I think that the short review really just gives a very brief one or two par paragraph summation of what the ar author is arguing, but doesn't always do a good job of telling you how well the author argues it or what the context of the historical discussion is going on, so you can't really compare it to other works. Uh, the other thing is, of course, most books have flaws, and it's hard to really point that out in, say, four or 500 words. And you had mentioned previously when, when, we, when we talked about this idea, um, you had said that you had thought a short review might actually work for something that would be informative for a reader that would be beyond the book jacket or the dust jacket, yeah, yet it, it, not... Mm -hmm. No, go ahead. So not as, not as much as the actual review. So if you could explain that a little bit more. Yeah, the, the short review, say four or 500 words, is really, in my opinion, an expansion of the book jacket written by another academic rather than by the publisher, for instance. And it tells you what the review does, but it does it very briefly. So if you're interested in the topic, it can really guide you to, oh, I need to read that book. But if your interest in the topic is a little bit less centered, then it doesn't give you that extra context. So it is quite good for people within the field uh, to aw make them aware of a topic, uh, but it doesn't help people who are on the periphery of a field as much. So it would be more like an annotation as opposed to a review. Than I think that's an excellent description, yeah. Okay, and if you could talk a little bit about because I think it's, you know, it's great that you've come up with um, criteria mm -hmm. as a review editor. Is there other cr criteria besides the length that you've um, employed in your, in your time as review editor for H. Diplo? Uh, one thing I don't like about reviews is when the author of the review goes chapter by chapter summarizing the argument. Um, I like to see it to be a little bit more narrative driven in saying what the book is about broadly and how it fits into the field overall. Um, I think that's a lot more interesting for the reviewer to read. Uh, if you want to read the book, you can always look at the table of contents online and figure out what each chapter roughly is going to cover. Uh, I think it's more interesting and helpful for an expert to really explain why this book is useful or, of course, why it isn't to the field. Well, great. I want to thank you for joining me today. No problem. As always, we will link to H. Diplo's review program and any reviews mentioned in this episode in the show notes blog at H Podcast. You can also go there to read more and share your thoughts on this episode.